0: I'm Danny, that witch next door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another week, another awesome, magical, lovely episode here at That Witch Podcast. I'm your host. I'm your guide, your instructor, your mentor in all things witchcraft, magic, astrology, and business. That witch next door, Danny Wright. Well, 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 everybody, this, I don't know about you, but this Tuesday, October 12th, there's, there's something very, very fresh, very, very new in the air. I, I really feel like a brand new person talking to all of you. And honestly, I don't know exactly where this is coming from. I have some ideas of maybe a combination, but are you feeling the same thing? I just feel like things are very new. It might be this, well, hellhole of a retrograde period (laughs) that we're all going through. Um, you know, maybe we have just all been learning and growing so much that we're really feeling that freshness. Maybe we really have been releasing a lot. Maybe we really have been kind of, kind of stepping into our shit lately. That's, that's, that's how I'm feeling. How are you feeling? I want to know how you're all feeling. I, am really, really excited and proud to let all of you know that the How to Start a Witchy Biz that is actually legit masterclass last week was incredible. It was a seriously amazing first-time experience for me. I have wanted to host my own masterclass for a really long time now. And to really have done the whole entire process now is just a really, really cool accomplished feeling to have. And I just want to say that if you were one of the many lovely registrants, um, especially if you were able to come live, thank you. Thank you from the very, very bottom of my heart. Um, You obviously made the experience for me. So thank you so, so much for that. I see here, sorry, camera adjustment. Now, ever since the class uh, completed, I have been feeling very inspired, Um, very, very inspired. I hope that my excitement really comes through the speakers right now because I really want you to get excited yourself. Before we get into today's episode, I have some really, really good announcements that you are really going to want to hear. So there's three of them. Number one, um, and it, let me see, are these going to be in any particular order? Sort of, but not really. Okay. Number one, I have decided to release two episodes every single week. (laughs) I am doubling the amount of content on the podcast. I'm really excited about this. I have so much that I want to do on this show. I, I... the the problem that I have is not a lack of ideas. Let me tell you that much. I I have so much that I want to do and so much I want to say. So many people I want to talk to. So many people and so much beautiful energy that I want to bring into this space. And so I have been really rumbling around with this idea for probably two or three weeks now. And I just made the decision today, actually, that I am going to be doing two podcasts a week. So yes, you're listening to this today and there's going to be another new episode all ready to go this coming Friday, October 15th. So yay, your Tuesdays and now your Fridays just got a whole lot better. Well, your Tuesdays were already really good because we were doing this thing, but you know what I'm trying to say So I'm really excited. Uh, we'll do the usual. We'll obviously be on youtube as well, but i'm really really stoked. Um I cannot believe the amount of new listeners that we get every single week when we release a new episode and I was like You know what? Fuck it I get so many incredible messages from so many of you and and calling me my fans and that, let me just tell you, <laughs> I cannot even look at myself and take myself seriously when I say that out loud that I have fans. That is the most humbling, heartwarming thing that I have ever been told. And everyone who's been reaching out and saying that to me that you are a fangirl, like wow, thank you so so, so much. Um, I want to give you what you want, and that's more cowbell, which means more podcasts, and so more podcast is coming your way. Now, what are the next two announcements? <laughs> because they're also very, very exciting. The next announcement is that it's official, ladies and gentlemen, and all of my beautiful, magical folks out there. The Think and Grow Witch Mentorship. Is officially launched and available open to the public. I have been working so, so like happily, wholeheartedly, tirelessly on this program. I have put all of my transformative magic into this program and I cannot fucking wait for the five individuals that are going to get to take this amazing 12-week program. All the information is online for you, but I still wanted to give you a rundown here on the show, especially if you're not able to hop online right now, right where you're at. But this is a 12-week program, like I said. And over those 12 weeks, I have divided the program up into six chapters or six learning modules. We're going to have a total of seven one-on-one 90-minute sessions together, me and you. Me completely 110% focused on you, your transformation, your growth, your business. And just so you know, that's 10 and a half whole hours that we get together. It's that alone would be just chef's kiss. But not only that, you're also going to get five full-length personalized workbooks that are direct companions to each of the learning modules every single week. These are going to have your own astrological chart in them because we're going to be working directly with your placements, your energy, your lifestyle, every every part of this program is is designed to fit and resonate with you and your lifestyle, with you and your business, okay? The idea here being to completely transform your knowledge and your practice of your spirituality and your business and genuinely utilizing both of those for ultimate optimum success, okay? So this is the This is just the ultimate program for the combination of both really intuitive, spiritual, aligned lifestyle and practice with very practical, accessible, approachable, and successful business practice and business education. I cannot wait for these five individuals. I'm only opening up five total spots in this container so that I can give my absolute complete energy to each of these clients, to each of these practitioners. You're going to not only have all of these one-on-one sessions with me, you're not only going to have, you know, these actual learning modules to work through and actually apply your learning that we've been working on together, okay, through these workbooks and these exercises and these prompts, okay? But you're also going to have full-time access to me via Slack, Um, so via message with each other. Whether we are meeting or not, you are going to be able to access direct support from me at any time that you need throughout this program. And that's the part that I'm just... The most excited about is to just really show up for you. I think that every week, I think that every week you can feel me right there present with you. Because even though I record these episodes, you know, ahead of time, I do my own ritual and my own visualization and my own practice every single time I sit down to the microphone to make sure that I show up wholeheartedly for you. And I want you to imagine what that's like being this full-time one-on-one client with me, receiving this full-time one-on-one support and transformative work. (sighs) Now, that's kind of the program details. What is the investment like? What is the investment breakdown? If you calculate and really add up all of the services that you get in this program from the one-on-one sessions to the workbooks, to the learning modules, the videos that I'll be recording, and all of that full-time access via message on Slack, the total for this program comes out to $4,500. Now, I am... So incredibly passionate about this that I want to make this program as accessible as I possibly can while being able to, you know, participate in the divine energy exchange of value. Okay. Because I made sure to fucking pack this program full of value. And so instead, what I'm offering it to you for is $2,222 for three months. I have payment plans available. I want to talk to you. If this program is a good fit for you, if if investment is something that you are hesitant about or something that is the the only thing that you are objecting to, I still want to talk to you. I still want to answer your questions. I still want to talk about how I can support you and best fit your budget there are payment options available here. This program is for the five right people, not for the five people that can pay for it. Okay. I mean that with my whole entire heart. And that being said, I am offering a podcast special. So if you apply for my program and you indicate that you heard about the program and came to me from the podcast, I will be offering you 20 full percent off of the program. That's right. <laughs> that is $444.44 off of the program. So please submit an application. It does not obligate or commit you to absolutely anything, submitting an application is you simply submitting me a request for more information. And you and I can talk individually and just get to know each other and just answer your questions. All right. Now, the final and super exciting announcement that I have Drum roll, please. On the mic. Okay. So, um, the podcast people is growing so much faster than I thought possible. Okay. I know that if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me say that many, many times. That's because it's so fucking true. Okay. I'm serious. This is amazing. And I could not feel more humbled by this information every single fucking day. I hope you can feel how goddamn grateful I am for you right now. Um, But that being said, part of increasing the show content to two episodes a week, well, part of that idea, part of my inspiration behind that, of course, I can't not address the issue of the witch school, that witch school to be more specific. That Witch School is something that I've been popping in little bits of hintsies here and there over, you know, the last few months or so. But, you know, timeline-wise, it's something that I really did not foresee being able to feasibly or realistically launch for a little bit longer. I wanted, you know, to make sure that the show actually... Was doing something that people actually enjoyed. It. And, and now that this is happening so, so much faster, people, I'm here to give you what you want. And that's a membership, right? That's a membership. And that is exactly what that witch school is. It is going to be my monthly membership. It's only going to be $22 a month. That's it. I have a wait list going right now, because I am very likely going to be launching this sooner than I'm actually planning. And that's what I'm planning is already sooner than what I was originally, originally planning. But as of right now, I am planning on launching That Witch School January 2022. Okay. Starting at $22 a month. I am going to be offering all fucking kinds of educational content here. I am going to be your teacher. Okay. You're going to have access to group classes in the future, group events, um, exclusive podcast content that is not available to the public. You're going to get spells. You're going to get different workbooks and guidebooks and zines written and designed by me for you. Um, There is a lot, a lot that I want and I'm going to be doing for this. That Witch School is going to be one of my primary outlets for my creativity because I have so many ideas for educational content for you guys. So, I'm planning on launching That Witch School starting January 2022. I have a waitlist going now. I highly, highly, highly recommend signing up for this waitlist. I always deliver on early bird discounts and early bird exclusive offers, okay? Like, really, really dope ones, like maybe getting a month for free or so, hmm? do not forget to sign up for that wait list. It's available right now, thatwitchnextdoor.com slash school. So that's all for my announcements today. Let's start gearing and turning and heading into today's podcast episode, but I hope that you're really, really excited that so much new goodies are coming to you and are available to everybody. All right, everybody, it's Tuesday. It's October 12th. The moon is at first quarter in Capricorn. You might be feeling a little bit of tension today. Quarter moons are a time when the moon is squaring the sun and squares in astrology is a bit of a time of tension, a little bit of uncomfortability. This is important. Feeling uncomfortable is very, very important. This is what makes, you know, it's the feeling that we get to make sure that we're not staying stagnant or not going in the wrong direction. Okay. Um, And so quarter moons, even though right now might feel a little bit tense for you right now. I want you to allow that uncomfortable feeling to come through. I want you to look at it and picture what it is right now. What does your uncomfortability look like for you? Take that feeling out of you when you extract it from your body and visualize it in front of you. You could hold it in your hands. You could set it on the, on a surface in front of you. What does that feeling look like to you? What color is it? What consistency or material is it? Really look at it. Okay. This right here sitting with this uncomfortability and kind of beginning to pick at it and dissect it and therefore understand it will then allow you to release it. And I want you to visualize it either maybe crumbling away or dissolving or, or steaming away into thin air. Okay. When you're done with it, when it has served its purpose for you and you've grown from it, allow it to go away from you. Release it. Now. Today, we're talking about the power of ritual, big and small. And guess what, my friends? You just did a ritual. Seriously, though, that right there, I want you to know how it made you feel. Not my singing. Please, please do not evaluate how my singing made you feel (laughs) because I don't want to (laughs) know. Um... How did that, how did going through that process make you feel? I want you to reflect on that experience of, of extracting, not extracting fully, but kind of detaching a little bit and removing yourself a little bit from the feeling or the emotion, you know, of whatever tension it is that you might be feeling right now. And how did it feel to just become so like wholly and presently aware of it? And then how did it feel? allowing yourself to understand it on a different level. Because honestly, once you take it outside of you and just look at it, it's not, it's not like hurting you, if you will. Because we know that it doesn't like, it may or may not physically hurt you. Sometimes uncomfortability physically feels painful, like in our chest or whatever. And it may or may not have felt that way for you. But if it did feel painful or you did have that physical kind of tense, hard to get through feeling... Did you notice a difference when you kind of separated yourself from it and just became aware of it? Guess what this is? And all my YouTubers know what this energy is because on the pre-show tarot reading today, we were talking all about swords and Libra energy. And this is exactly what that is. When you kind of remove the feeling from you and, and I'm not saying avoid it, right? I wasn't saying suppress it or take it out of you and spit on it and, and throw it behind you. No, we, we respectfully and lovingly like separated from it, right? And observed it. And we were very cerebral and we were very intellectual about the whole process. Hello, Libra season. Hello, swordsies. Okay. Um, it's very page of swords. Again, go over to YouTube right now. So how did it feel after? How did it feel when you released it? Really walk yourself through that whole process and make note of this experience right here and now. Because what I just illustrated for you, well, I didn't at all. What I guided you through illustrating and demonstrating right for your own damn powerful self is the power of ritual, big and small. What you just did is just as important and critical as the big, giant, planned, fancy, complex rituals and spells that we perform for manifestation. What makes a ritual powerful and what makes a ritual meaningful resides solely within the practitioner. It does not have to look or feel or seem like anything to anybody else outside of that practitioner, okay? And so that's why daily, really simple visualization, magic, and ritual like we just all did and performed together Is just as important as the huge big stuff. The big full moon ritual where you pull out all the crystals and you get your cards out and you bathe yourself in this glorious bath or shower. All of those things are massively empowering. And we really make note of that. And I'm not in any way taking away from that. I am adding on to it. How empowering and impactful those small mindful rituals are because those are the ones that add up my friend just so you know those are the ones that make the big ones come true that's why it's literally just as important that's why one is not mutually exclusive to the other they go hand in hand now if you haven't oh kicking the desk sorry if you haven't performed some big fancy ceremony or spell recently, that is okay. I am not saying that that's definitely part of the package. You must be practicing extremely fancy magic. No, I don't care. Um, f- first of all, complex and fancy are subjective terms. What do they mean to you? Again, it's about how it feels to you. Can I, can I just fucking tell you if you're a baby witch and you're listening to this right now, and this is happening, this has happened to you. I want you to listen and listen now and feel very, very validated in your magic. I have had so many experiences. Some of my most powerful rituals of manifestation have been totally off the cuff and like random in the moment things that I did sitting on the back porch outside because I was already sitting out there. You know, I, I remember talking to my gods when I was ready to start conceiving and, and, and ready to welcome my daughter and in, into our family. Like some of the most powerful or, or most meaningful rituals or, or manifestations that I've ever done, I didn't have a single tool in my hand. I, I couldn't at the time have even told you what what sign the moon was in, let alone the phase that the moon was in. And so those moments have just as much magic in them, okay? You really need to start embracing this. You really need to start embracing this. Your wallet and your bank account need you to start embracing this because you don't need to be spending all the money on all the tools and shit. And you certainly don't need to be spending the money on someone else doing the ritual for you. I would much rather you go to somebody like me or the the countless other amazingly talented spiritual instructors and spiritual mentors out there that just want to teach you how to do it yourself. My goal is to just help you grow. I want to support you as much as you need me with the intention that you honestly need me less and less. I would love the feeling that you yourself are passing on your own baton that you yourself start educating other new and baby witches. Somebody messaged me and said, um, us baby and toddler witches. And that was adorable. And I love it so much. Toddler, witch, uh, can somebody please coin the term? Because I had never heard that before and it was perfect. What a perfect description. So many of my clients and people that I work with in the neighborhood, um, would totally identify and resonate with that, with that label, toddler witch. I'm not quite a baby, but, (laughs) um, okay. So now power of ritual, big and small, super important, small, just as important as big. That means, I want to elaborate here on a concept that I actually talked about during the Witchy Business Masterclass last week, which is your vision. When it comes to attaining your goals, vision is one of the very most important key first steps. I personally relate to the lifestyle that has lack of vision. Okay. There was a pretty decently large time in my life where I genuinely did not enjoy aspiring toward my future because I was afraid to fail at achieving it. (sighs) Even just saying that, I feel a little bit lighter. I hope that if you have felt that way, that you feel a little bit lighter because there's probably a lot of us just now that like connected in that moment when I said that, um, and really brought us all together to relate to that. Um, it's okay to be fearful of the future because you're afraid to try and succeed and to fail. It's also okay to be fearful of the future because you might be even afraid to succeed. Those fears are valid, okay? Allow yourself to validate them. But just like a bad dream that you have, if you take those fears and do what we did at the beginning of the episode and you extract them from your physical body and kind of place them in front of you and examine and and understand them, like a bad dream, you'll notice they're not actually as scary as they feel when they're inside of you. Those fears aren't, aren't nearly, nearly as, um, as terrifying. And usually they're not nearly as realistic as you think. They're not nearly as rooted in reality as you feel they may be. That's an accurate way to say it. And so when you do this, take those fears, observe and understand them. And I want you to do the exact same thing. And I want you to allow yourself to release them. I want you to thank yourself for having them though, because when we experience fears, it really is our brain's way and our self's way of trying to protect us from harm. And so it is coming from this place of fearful love but there is some love and care mixed in there. Okay. And so I want you to thank yourself for trying to just look out for yourself. All right. This past version of yourself where this fear stems from. Okay. And thank it and say, you know, this has served me now, now that I've made myself really aware of this fear, now that I've really examined it. And now that I really understand it, I I now also understand that it doesn't have any power over me. I now also understand it doesn't serve me. And I therefore very lovingly transmute and release this fear. I transmute this energy. Um, and once you've done this really beautiful, very profound, but again, very simple, right? Ritual. You can start opening yourself up to your vision your vision for your future. One of my very, very favorite people in the whole world that I actually talked about a couple of episodes actually ago, um, Maddie from Paragon and Bone. I just did a lovely one-on-one session with Maddie last week. And we were talking about vision during her session. And I just find that this, this idea and this practice is so fitting and so necessary for the collective right now. So what I want you to do is to allow yourself to start, honestly, it usually starts from a place of daydream. I want you to get imaginative and just think about what makes you feel good. It can be little things, it can be big things. But when you think about what makes you feel good and and it's 20 or 30 years from now, what do you want your life to look like? What is the life that's going to bring you fulfillment and meaning and happiness? What's going to look and feel good for you, okay? And from this, you start kind of working backwards start working your way backwards. This whole entire practice, by the way, this, this vision exercise, this vision practice, it's, it's very vague and open-ended because how you visualize for yourself should be very, very unique to you. Okay. I just want to take you through an overall very vague, basic structure. Because it will actually help you start doing today the things that you need to do to get to the things that you want, or the place that you want to be, or what you want to grow into in 20, 30 years from now, okay? In even a year from now. So you start by kicking the desk again, sorry. <laughs> so you start by envisioning super, super far out. We're very daydreamy. Um, again, this is from a place of enjoyment. I want you to have fun with this. And then you go a little bit backwards from there. What about 10 years from now? Really think about it. When you do this, in 10 years, I will be almost turning 41. That's very weird to think about. Okay, let's talk about that meaning me in my visualization. Why is that weird to talk about? And if you can't see me because you're not watching YouTube, I'm pretending to write in my journal. <laughs> Why does that make me uncomfortable? Why does it feel weird to say I'm going to be 41? What's my, you know, what are my fears surrounding aging and death and all these things, right? So visualizing your future um will be Another beautiful way that you'll be getting to know yourself, by the way. That's one thing that I love about um, doing this practice. This is something that you're just going to be ongoing doing always. You should just have vision. You really need to go listen Um, or watch the pre-show tarot reading. Seriously, seriously. Right when I said that, if you're watching YouTube right now, you're like, that was like the card today and you are fucking right. It fits so well. God, I love when that happens when the card just flows right into the episode like that. Um, Go watch the pre-show tarot reading. Seriously, if you didn't, go watch it. Um, Okay, you need to have vision, okay? This is important as a... Being of power as a witch, as a practitioner, vision is important and vision in layers is even more important. That's why you start with this very, very outer layer 20, 30 years from now, and then 10 years from now. How old are we going to be? What do we want this to look like? Okay. Five years from now. What's kind of my five-year plan? If this helps, and I think that it will a lot, what I like to do is think about what did the last 10 years look like for me? What did the last five years look like for me? This will sort of help you um, make sense of the, the concept of time that you're working with. Like the actual, it'll give you some reference to the chunks of time that you're working with. Okay, I know that since I was 21 to now, Jesus Christ, the growth and what I've been through and who I am compared to who I was then is crazy, huge gap. Yeah right there's <laughs> there's so many differences but there are so many things that are exactly the same there are so so many key parts of myself that never ever stayed the same and so doing this kind of reflective process and by the way this is no coincidence that we're talking about all of this during retrograde period Right fucking now is the perfect time to be doing this practice, okay? Because when you kind of reflect on, okay, when I want to kind of have vision for the next five years of my life, well, what did the last five years of my life look like, okay? It's never going to be this direct mirror, of course, obviously, because there's growth happening, but there are these constant parts of yourself and you can kind of use those traits of yourself as forms of control in your, in your vision and, and observation here. Okay. So five years from now. And then this is where I want you to start getting a little more specific about it. Everything else that you just did. 30, 20, 10, five years from now, you can do this in very vague statements. You could even make vision boards for these things. Um, These are very, very dreamy, but these are visions so far in the future that they are, in a good way, a little bit cloudy or a little bit fuzzy, there are very clear pictures that you might get or very clear like messages or things that you might hear about your future. When you open up to your vision like this, your higher self will, will give you some information here. Your guides and your gods will, will download some, some information to you here. Okay. So, cause that's what hello opening up and connecting to your intuition does. It's like hooking up the telephone cord to everybody. So, um when you're doing the kind of more far into the future stuff, it's okay to be a little more vague. It's okay to be a little more fuzzy in your documentation. You could do this on a Pinterest board, on the Tumblr blog. You could do this. I hope that everybody, because I've been bringing up Tumblr more and more to my clients and I brought up in the class and I, I hope that you're enjoying the throwback because Tumblr does still exist. And actually it is a really, really good place to make aesthetic um, or vibe or, or vision boards. Okay. Um, but you can also just do this in your journal. You could do this straight up scrapbooking style um, and like cut and paste or tape things into a, uh into a vision like journal or a poster board. Okay. Now, when it comes time to start visualizing a year ahead though, I want you to start getting a little bit more specific. I want you to start thinking a little bit more concretely, a little bit more detailed. You are not going to be able to predict your life a year from now. And by no means am I telling you to try and map out a year ahead. What I am going to walk you through and guide you through is setting goals And intentions for the year ahead and the months leading up to that full year ahead so that you can then take those goals and intentions and every month break them down into an actual weekly schedule and an actual daily routine that supports and is aligned with those intentions and those goals. Does that make sense? This is one of the most like practical, magic, intuitive, but still very grounded practices you can do. We are taking this very like unearthly thing, right? By like daydreaming, our head kind of goes into the clouds when we visualize and then we're going to bring it into reality and we're going to root it into our current state, into our current day right now. This practice is profound, it is insanely powerful, and it is massively effective. I am speaking to you from experience. This is an episode to save, okay? I don't know how you do that on the app that you're on right now, but find a way, (laughs) This is an episode that you might want to listen again. This might be an episode you want to take notes during, how to do this kind of visualizing technique and exercise. And it's not just a technique and exercise. It's a mindset. That's why I really called it visualization practice. Practicing the art of visualization for yourself is, and it is an art, my friends, because you can't get lost in the clouds, okay? but you can't just not have any vision either and only focus on the day-to-day because what you'll find is that you've been like so zoomed in on the day-to-day and so, so incredibly well, you know, narrow in your vision. You didn't stand up. You never zoomed out and like took the fuck a look around that you might not have noticed that you weren't going forward after all. You might have been going in circles a bit you might've been standing a bit more still than it felt like. This is why vision is important. This is why the balance of the two is important. Being rooted and present in today and having our vision, okay? Now, some of my big tips when you're doing this exercise ah, uh, you should really use your astrological chart. You should really use your ass. <laughs> Is that what you thought I was going to say? Astrological chart. Seriously though. Um, <laughs> when I saw myself saying it, I was like, it looks like you're saying you need to use your astrological Astrologicals chart. Okay. Um, for real though, your Zodiac placements are going to be insanely helpful here. First of all, Uh, there are areas of the chart that you can look to for like outward long-term goals and vision for inspiration and things like that. But I do want you to really try and have your own vision. Some of you out there who are naturally very, um, imaginative and are naturally very visual like this with your life, you're like, it's very easy. What do you mean? There are a lot of people that are also listening to this right now that it's actually very difficult for you to look ahead. It's actually kind of a challenge for you to set goals for yourself because of those fears that we talked about. So don't forget that exercise. It's another reason to really save this episode, okay? That ritual will really fucking help you a lot, that emotional exercise, okay? Um... Now, in your chart, so 10th house is going to be really, really great for a lot of long-term stuff. A lot of long, well, really the 10th, okay, hold on. I would say the 9th, 10th, and 11th houses um, are some of the most important first three houses you could look to in your chart. If you get there and they're empty, please do not panic. I really didn't realize I haven't talked about this on the show yet, or maybe not very often. And maybe I need to talk about this more on Instagram too. It is okay if you have an empty house. I find that this realization is very, very concerning for most beginners. I didn't think about it. I don't know why it never worried me when I had an empty house. I must have just hyper-focused on the houses that had a lot of energy. I'm not sure, but I I promise you an empty house is not a bad thing. It's simply an area of your life that you and your higher self and your soul contract for this particular incarnation chose not to focus on, okay? Therefore, this is an area that can come easily to you. It's an area where you shouldn't be posed with very much challenge. However, because there is not a lot of energy drawing your attention there, it can therefore very easily become an area of life that you accidentally neglect. And it suddenly becomes a place of neglect and therefore avoidance and full-blown detachment, okay? So an empty house can look different to anybody. Okay. Um, some people, an empty house will show itself like this huge abandoner. And some people, it's just this area that they just don't really have problems. And it just kind of came easily to them in that, in that area. Okay. Now in your ninth, 10th and 11th houses, and again, we're not panicking if they're empty. Um, what I want you to do is, kind of take a look who rules the house what's the sign that rules the house and therefore what's the planet that rules that sign um this will give you an idea of the energy what the what that area of life kind of looks and feels like for you specifically okay how you experience it and how you perceive it (laughs) now if it is empty if it is kind of a stacked house what's the energy that's there is it empty? How do you feel about that? Um, so far, has it felt like a place of neglect and abandonment or has it felt like an area of ease? If there is a lot of planets in there, what are they? Do you, do you struggle in these areas or do you find a lot of these placements to be, um, uh, powerpoints for you? So this is a really good way to start, uh, understanding your own long-term big vision because the ninth house is going to be like higher learning, higher philosophies, um, long distance travel and long-term travel. And then the 10th house is our very outward public appearance. This is our contribution to society overall. It's overall how society and the public sees us. Okay. The lens that they see us through, um, and how we portray ourselves to them. And then, um, and therefore, you know, our career a lot of times lies within that house, of course. And then the 11th house is the house of community and friendship. And so there's this very collective energy in the 11th house. Okay. So these are those big, broad external areas of life to really look toward when you are trying to dream up what what your 10, 20, 30 years from now looks like, what you want it to look like for you. Now, when it comes to more day to day, when it comes to more week to week and month to month, we're going to want to dip below the hemisphere a little bit of your astrological chart. We're going to focus a lot more on houses one through six. Now listen, I'm not purposefully ignoring houses seven, eight, and 12, but we're not going to go through all 12 houses every episode that I bring them up. <laughs> we're just not going to. Um, now, and we're not going to individually go through all these six either, but what I want you to do is in this lower hemisphere, do the same thing because in the lower hemisphere, uh and if you were on moon day musings not super long ago just a couple few weeks ago or so uh we were going over the the uh bones of the chart sorry the structure and the bones of the chart and I was letting everybody know that when you look below that hemisphere line, that centermost horizontal line that divides your whole chart in half horizontally, um, everything below that is your internal world. Everything below that is your personal shit, your personal experience, your biz. Get it? Like your business and your business, not just your professional business, but like if you were to mind your own business, it would be within those first six houses. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. So, um, same thing. Look at those houses. What sign rules them? What planet rules that sign? Um, Are there empty ones? Are there super stacked ones? When it comes to that area of life, how do you feel that you have experienced it thus far? Um, When we start looking at those more inner and personal traits this is when we can take that more structured yearly goal and intentions that we set for ourselves. And again, now is the perfect time to do this because it's October and we are about to begin a new calendar year. So what do you want to have accomplished by 2020, 22 December. <laughs> You're like, January in a couple months well that too sure but seriously <clears throat> by December 2022 what do you want to have accomplished where do you want to be what do you want to have grown through what do you what, what do you want to have released and let go and left behind what do you want to have gained what do you want to have claimed by then okay then work your cute little butt backwards. Now, start breaking this more into like quarters of the year, okay, which are little three-month segments, and then break that down even further into months. And when I say break it down, I mean set some kind of intention. So by December 2022, I want to have accomplished this, released this, claimed this, blah, blah, blah. Here's all my intentions. Here's all my goals. Then... That last quarter of 2022, what should my energy be? What should my intention be at that time, knowing that this is the goal that I have? Okay, now what about the quarter before that, the three months before that, and the three months before, etc. Now break it into some monthly stuff. In December 2022, I should be roughly having this in mind. Do you see why I'm breaking this down into intentions and not actionable, tangible items at this stage? The goals are tangible items. The yearly end goal that you have, those are tangible items. And through this entire process, you're going to create action steps. I'm, we're not going to skip it all together, but at this stage, these are intentions that you're setting. When we're talking about your vision for the quarter leading up to December 2022, this is an intention or a theme that you should ideally be in or be following or be mindful of during that time leading up to December 2022. Then you go back every three months through all four quarters of next year. Then you do this on, on a monthly basis, Okay. These intentions can morph. These intentions can change. I want you to accept this now. You are allowed to change. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to grow. Like doing this is not going to like, Sign some fucking contract with yourself that if in a year you changed your mind on what it is that you want to have accomplished, that's the only like option you left yourself. That's not at all the mindset that we want to be in. okay? And that's why these just intentions or themes that you're giving yourself for this time, that's why we're keeping it a little more open-ended and a little more flexible that way. Okay. By just setting intentions for those periods of time and not saying, That means that by November, 2022, I better have fucking done this otherwise, because what does that do? It sets us up. That's not true manifestation, people. That's hyper productivity and toxic planning and scheduling. And it is setting yourself up for failure because you are setting way too specific expectations. Notice I've not used that word. Notice that I have not used the word expectations for yourself. We have, only use the word intentions, okay? You are allowed to grow and change. When we manifest, when we have an outcome or a desire, we state it, we state our willingness and our wholeheartedness to show up for this goal. And then we detach ourselves from the outcome. And that's the hardest fucking part about manifesting. That's the hardest part about doing this visualization technique and and having visualization practice be a part of your life. You do have to find a balance to also lovingly detach from the outcome. Okay. I have spoken my intentions and now I trust in myself. And now I trust in myself to bring into myself the highest possible reality for myself. That's a much better way. That's a much, much more effective manifestation mindset. Okay. From these monthly intentions, Now, what you do is every month when you're looking at the month ahead, you could do this by calendar months. You can do this by lunar cycles. You can do this utilizing your menstruation cycle. If you're a person that menstruates, there are different patterns and cycles of time that resonate for everybody. And so find one that works for you. But I do, I use a combination of astrological seasons which are approximately a month long. Sun seasons are what I'm talking about. The sun moves signs approximately one-ish month every sign. Sorry, I just said that. I worded that so stupid. <laughs> it takes the sun about one month to get to the following zodiac sign, okay? It spends about one month every zodiac. Um, And so I use a combination of the astrological year and the astrological months, um, as well as the calendar months as well. So, because, you know, I still operate and conduct my business in society that the calendar year resonates with and that they function off of. So it is a smart uh base to go off of still. Now, what you want to do is, I hope, I don't even know if you can see on any of the camera angles, but my sweetest little munchkin is just giving me the cutest eyes. This is the best of. Okay. What you're going to want to do for that month ahead, that lunar month, that calendar month is then break this into weekly actionable steps, weekly action items, okay? Creating a weekly schedule that actually fits and flows with your personal lifestyle, with your family's lifestyle. And then you can break this down into actual daily tasks that need to be accomplished, by doing this whole entire giant vision practice, not only are you quite literally breaking this down into very tangible, digestible, doable, and accomplishable steps, you're also setting yourself up for a really dope mindset. You wanna, mindset is everything when it comes to manifestation, mindset is everything when it comes to fulfillment and success, okay? We cannot just live mindlessly and then full-blown just expect and demand this meaningful, fulfilling life, okay? Mindfulness is a part of this lifestyle of witchcraft and manifestation, okay? Now, I hope that today helped. I know that this is kind of a big exercise and a big thing to do, and it's something that you should do, like, so every month you look ahead and you do the month ahead, but a couple of times a year, Go back and reflect on this yearly vision board that you made every year or so. Go look at what you had planned and visualized for yourself for the 20, 30 plus years ahead. Okay. Don't forget to be in the habit of also reflecting and reviewing those things because again, it's totally part of the process and okay to change and grow. It's okay if you, if certain goals that you once had now don't align with you anymore. What are the new goals? What does feel aligned? That's why vision is so important. It's one of the key components of ensuring that we're living a very mindful and very aligned life and therefore hopefully business. Okay. This was a dope episode. I know I say that every time, but it was. And I'm going to say it because you agree because you all keep leaving me the best reviews ever. And thank you for rating and reviewing on iTunes. It means so much that just so you know, that is the only platform you can do that on. It really, really, really helps the show's analytics. If you could go Rate the star, rate the star. If you could go rate the show five stars. Um, and if you do have any positive commentary to leave, that helps so, so much. Um, boost my analytics. So other people that, um, would also enjoy the show will be able to find it. So I would be so insanely grateful if you could do that. If you enjoy the information that I put out, if you resonate with and benefit from all the educational and, and content that I provide to you every week, um, especially since I'm going to be doubling it. Oh, I'm so excited. If you ever want to tip me for my information that I provide to you, you can do that at paypal.me slash thatwitchnextdoor. All show donations and tips go right back into the show. Any tips and show donations that go through PayPal, I put those directly back into the show to bring you more powerful, more impactful content. Okay. Thank you. Thank you all so much for being here. As always, the Think and Grow, which mentorship is open and available? Please apply. I cannot wait to meet you and just chat um, and answer any questions that you may have. And like I said, I am somebody that gets the payment thing. I get the financial thing. Let me at least talk it out with you. Let me understand your situation and let's work together. Five, only five lucky individuals this first round are going to be enrolled in the program. I want it to be you. All right. Thank you all so, so much for joining me. I will see you again on Yes Friday, and I can't fucking believe it. Have the best, best next few days and stay magical out there. Bye, everybody. thanks for listening to this week's episode of That Witch Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, I would be really grateful if you would head over to iTunes right now and leave a super nice five-star review. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at thatwitch.nextdoor. I love connecting with all of you outside the show. Keep those questions. Keep those comments coming. You can send fan art suggestions for topics on the show. You can nominate people to be interviewed on the show. Send anything like that to at gmail.com. And if you'd like to work together, I am offering a really amazing mentorship program. I'm only offering a very, very limited number of spots. You can submit your application and learn more on my website. And you can also book a one-on-one session with me at thatwitchnextdoor.com. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you all next week.